0: Hello,
1: internet. How's it going? Welcome to our third attempt to record episode 18 of Outrage Factory. Uh, It's like uh,
0: fucking Groundhog Day in here. It's it's gross. So the first time, way less hilarious. Yeah,
1: uh, more frustrating. Actually, Bill Murray was pretty frustrated in that movie. Yeah, I get it now.
0: I mean, he dropped a toaster in a bathtub. And if we have to do this one more fucking time, I'm dropping a toaster in the bathtub. I'll do it. We'll
1: record our next episode in the bathtub while we electrocute ourselves with a toaster. Dear Lord. Ron Howard voice. It did fuck up again.
0: Yeah, and um, good thing we didn't kill ourselves because then we wouldn't have actually recorded this.
1: Yeah, so this is now our fourth, fourth attempt recording this episode. Uh, And
0: Derek says if it fails again, he's quitting the podcast. I will
1: actually quit this, which apparently many of our listeners would prefer. Just an all-dale, all-the-time. Do you ever think about going solo, kicking me off the show?
0: Well, yeah, but then I would just – nobody would know about it because I'd be too lazy to do any of the tweeting or anything. I just – record it and throw it up and then be like... People will discover it. Hey, I recorded Internet. this and then it'd be like my pictures. Nobody would look at them. This is why I bought the microphone. I hold the yeah, power. You can never,
1: never kick me off the show. Uh, this is now our fourth attempt to record this episode. It is six hours from when... Seven hours from when we initially started. Yeah. Uh, we experienced some technical difficulties with the last one. We've thrown our uh, agenda uh, out the window.
0: Ad-lib, baby. We're, we're just going full on... Yeah, because what happened was on attempt number two and three, we realized that even though they were still topical since we had already talked about it once, our heart wasn't in it, and it just gave a lackluster performance. So I guess you could kind of say it's good they got deleted again because we didn't give you half-heartedness.
1: Or something we invest seven hours a weekend in and earn yeah. zero dollars at. I mean, I'd prefer to just be done. I'm just questioning everything <laughs> right now. <laughs> I just que- uh, so here we are, September, three weeks after our first episode, uh, with the dawning of
0: fall. Three thrill. weeks? Three weeks since our last episode. Oh, I thought you said since our first episode. No hell. It's- yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a while. Derek was in the States and doing doing some traveling, but uh, came back to uh,
1: fall has has descended on us. And that means it's everyone's time of year. Uh, pumpkin spice time,
0: dude. I don't get it. Sure. Yeah, everybody makes fun of pumpkin spice, but it's legitimately good.
1: Well, it's getting like too crazy, uh, all, like the the backlash against it this year is, is a little insane for yeah. like a, a flavor. And I get it because as this becomes more ubiquitous, uh, you can now get pumpkin spice Oreos, you can get pumpkin spice uh, candles, you can get pumpkin
0: spice fucking ice cream, you can get pumpkin spice. And this is a good thing because... Yeah, there may be too much pumpkin spice, but if people stopped buying it, they'd stop making it. In the digital age, everything is tracked very closely. So the only reason we're seeing so much pumpkin spice flavoring on so many different uh, Holy shit. products is because people keep buying them. Uh, Was pump- that pumpkin spice Pringles? There are pumpkin spice Pringles. That, that, uh, that
1: seems gross. Pumpkin spice protein, which I would drink the hell out of. Yeah. Uh, Pumpkin tortilla chips. The only
0: thing I don't think pumpkin spice would be good is, like, um, savory flavors, like chips, like Pringles. But I got to say, pumpkin spice lattes. I like them. I'm not going to, like—actually, I I do tweet about it when I'm drinking them and kind of brag. But I don't know. It's just—I drink a lot of lattes in general because— Life hack, there's actually a lot of protein in 2% milk. There's about 9 grams of protein per 250 milliliters. Pumpkin spice moonshine. And a grande latte from Starbucks is, I'm guessing, what's 16 ounce? Oh, yeah, that's two cups because 8 ounces is 250 milliliters. So if you get a grande pumpkin spice latte, that's 18 grams of fucking protein there, brother. That's good enough for an after-workout shake or an after-workout protein download. And since you're working your little buns off, you deserve a little sugar in the flavor. I would suggest getting it without the uh, whipped cream though because that's just empty calories nobody needs. I'm, How I'm do looking, they have pumpkin spice nail polish? I wouldn't eat it, that's for sure. Oh, pumpkin spice condoms. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Pumpkin spice condoms. <laughs> uh, pumpkin spice
1: crackers, cookies. All of these make sense. Something that blows my mind.
0: Is why would you have flavored condoms? Because who's going to put their M on a D when there's a condom on it? Yeah, I would
1: not. Anyone who...
0: I mean, I always take them off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's like... You know what would make this penis taste better? Yeah. Latex.
0: I, I, have, a, I have a little uh, rule of thumb here, ladies. If a penis is too gross for you to put your actual mouth on it, then don't put your mouth on it at all. Because yeah. that's just... That's just women's intuition you shouldn't be there. Don't have sex with the
1: person. Yeah. Something I'm, that blows my mind about the whole pumpkin spice thing is that how few people realize that... Uh, that it's called pumpkin spice because it's the spice mixture that you put in pumpkin pie yeah. and not it's actually supposed to. We had that, uh, whatever her name is, Hari, uh, the, oh the food babe, oh. a few years ago who like oh. launched this campaign against Starbucks because pumpkin spice lattes didn't contain actual pumpkin, which I- is the... Du- it's not...
0: Fucking supposed to contain pumpkin. A couple it happened a couple of years ago and my heart still hurts every time it's brought up. <laughs> it's not, there's like, not
1: supposed to be pumpkin in it. It's pumpkin spice. Yeah. It's, it's the like, spice. It's is, like
0: saying, hey, this all-spice cookie doesn't literally have all the flavors in, spice it. in it.
1: It's like not <laughs> yeah. it's everything bagel. <laughs> there's no animals in here. Yeah, there's no <laughs>
0: car in my everything bagel. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, we see this like. Unprecedented level of hatred. I mean, all these things I just named also come in, like, vanilla and chocolate, which are, like, yeah. v- pretty popular flavors. Nobody I mean, I guess
0: shit. nobody wants, like, with all this, like, hyper-racism awareness, nobody wants to be like, yo, we should get rid of all these chocolate flavors. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. like... Or van- f- oh, Vanilla Lives Matter too. Consequently,
1: the, the, <laughs> the vanilla would be like, oh, this is white genocide. <laughs> I'm a vanilla supremacist. You're, you're perpetuating <laughs> white genocide by getting yeah. rid of the
0: vanilla flavors. Dude, this pumpkin spice is taking all this vanilla jobs. <laughs>
1: All right. Oh, okay. We, we veered hard. Uh, I
0: think we actually somehow made that racist. Yeah, we found a way <laughs> to make
1: Pumpkin Spice racist. Because
0: if you put two guys in a room long enough, they'll get racist.
1: Especially two white guys hosting a podcast that they've spent seven hours on uh, trying to figure shit out.
0: Not perfecting, by the way. Just trying to figure out how to get it to record.
1: It's Yeah, it's a very uh, very low bar for us.
0: Yeah, I mean... Are we not going to say that we just paused it to make sure it recorded? No, we. Th- you don't give away, you don't let them peek behind the curtain, man. Have you um, seen The Wizard of Oz?
1: Not in a long time. Uh, well, I think that's a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I
0: guess uh, seeing The Wizard. I don't know, I just, that was me covering it up in case it sounded weird. But okay, we've got eight minutes so far. There's no uh, wrecked things in it, so I think we're good to go. So uh, we'll give you all the gold we've been holding back up until right now. Hey, Derek? Just go. Just Just go what? I'm so old. We're ad-libbing it. I don't care. Do you want to go off our notes? Do you want to talk about stuff we've talked about four times already? No, because
1: that's just going to sound awful. Let's just... uh,
0: What's some other shit that happened on the internet this week? Oh, God. This is like worse than our first episode. Nah, no, I don't know about that. Yeah, so basically, as I said before, we don't want to talk about the stuff we already talked about because even though it's very informative and shows how smart and intelligent we are, it would just sound rehearsed and it wouldn't be the uh, impromptu nature of the podcast you've all come to grow and love, right?
1: What? I was paying attention to less than 10% of that.
0: Yeah, that sounds about (laughs) right, usually with the podcast. What are people saying on the internet? Uh, You know, people are mad about stuff, probably. Uh, Everybody's mad about stuff.
1: Let's see what's happening on Twitter right now.
0: Okay, this is the exciting part of the podcast where me and Derek look at Twitter and you can't tell what we're doing. And I'm already annoyed. Twitter always annoys me. I don't know why so much. Yeah, I
1: spend an inordinate amount of time on it, and all it really does is piss me off. I find myself kind of falling back into this because uh, I deleted Twitter from like
0: not my life, obviously. Ooh, I deleted that, Twitter. Look I at me. It from my phone. I'm woke because <laughs> I it's was not on my phone. Well, anymore. I would just argue
1: with strangers all the time, and yeah. now I still. And you
0: got to save all your arguing for your friends and family.
1: It's, well, mostly, no, because my friends and family have now learned that, like, under no circumstances should they ever argue with me, which is, (laughs)
0: like, a genius. You gotta teach me, because people keep arguing with me, and they're like, Dale, you love to argue. I'm like, no, I just... Everyone says that to me, too. I just can't let... Shitty that I have to correct you all the time. And I'm sorry that I get louder the more right I am. Yeah, and I'm (laughs) sorry that you're just... This isn't really about people being angry. This is more about me being angry. Like, um... Every time you listen to a stand-up comedian being interviewed, they're like, so, how'd you get started in the business? And they're always like, well, my friends and family would always... So, that just makes me think that my friends and family are dickheads. Because whenever I was making jokes growing up, they're all like, Dale, shut up. Nobody, like... I nobody would
1: never just- tell you that because I'd hate to see you succeed. It would make me angry. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that's but why.
0: I would get to have lots of money. Wouldn't that make... that make me... Like... Well, I guess like, a the select, really famous yeah. ones
1: make tons of money, but that's yeah. like less than 0.01% mm-hmm. of all the people who were told they were funny and took yeah. their
0: act to a stage. Actually, the really re- that good at it until I was 10 years in, and I was like, uh, I could probably pretty much do anything good after 10 years, so I don't want to be poor for 10 years.
1: Yeah, although, I mean, looking back at your life.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, if I could I've get... I've definitely
1: a, spent a decade poor. I
0: machine and go back 10 years, or I don't know, however many years that I was poor, and start then, yeah. But back then, you're like, I don't want to be... Following your dreams. I'm, I did follow my dreams, and I was still poor. So it's like, ooh, I have a lot of creative output. And every dream job you have, no matter what it is, it'll eventually just somebody telling you what to do to get money. Yeah, I think the easiest way to suck the joy out of anything. Any subject you love, go take it in college and hang out with other people who love it, who are obnoxious about <laughs> it and you'll be like oh, this is ruined for me. You're
1: describing like every, like something all university students are really idealistic about. Oh, like-
0: yeah. I remember I remember that I took political science in college. I just don't remember politics. I just th- I glaze over.
1: You want to talk about Trump? No. You want to talk about some Trump stuff? No. Let's talk about Trump, Dale. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> no, Trump. Just kidding. Let's <laughs> not do that. Uh, one thing on the politics front, uh, there did a uh, it was like some town hall or meeting, and uh, uh, did did you see this video? I see. Guy. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then somebody was like heckling oh, him about which I didn't know you could heckle politicians because if I knew you could heckle politicians. I would have been fucking... (laughs) You actually have to go to a town hall to heckle them? I'm out.
1: You have to attend it. See, that's that's why you haven't been heckling them.
0: I'm back to the not (laughs) heckling politicians. If you want, you can just post shit, like, on their Facebook. A bunch of uh, Facebook petitions that have changed the world. It's true. Yeah.
1: This one... uh, So, this guy is campaigning on this message of, like... She just, like, was incapable of doing any research, or she just saw there was a brown guy in her town, and she
0: felt compelled to show up, but, uh... uh, And I gotta point out, this looked old, crazy woman. This looked like a normal woman. Was she, like, moderately average-aged and, uh, young?
1: Uh, yeah, she was young, probably mid-30s. Yeah. Uh, you know didn't look particularly well uh ragging on the guy uh, accusing him of working with the muslim brotherhood and uh accusing him of wanting to implement uh sharia law in canada it it is but when you're just like hey you're a brown person you support this you're a muslim that that's when you go and do something like that yeah like yeah that's a little racist like Sharia law is not something that stands any chance of ever being implemented.
0: You hear about, like, I think it was 2005 in Ontario, in civic law, they started to allow Sharia law-esque rules to be used. in you aren't allowed to inherit anything under Sharia law. So basically, they were using it in Ontario in civic cases so that they could forego the woman who was going to inherit stuff and just give it to a dude. I'm. Uh... I mean, I'm not a political scientist, as I forementioned. I didn't really pay attention in those courses, and it was. we trying. It wasn't anything that was legally adopted or put into rule. It was just they were kind of allowing. Um, they were allowing like um, a community to kind of do their own rules when they're doing certain civic. Yeah, so this is like
1: religious mediation essentially, yes, and it's exactly. already to uh, a lot of times uh, if you want to get your divorce annulled by by uh, in the eyes of Gillis. Oh, it's absolutely absurd. But I think if you're in a culture or a society that guarantees religious freedom, you can't say hey these white religion pick and choose you don't you just say they're all bad yeah and i'm totally in favor of that like if they want to yeah. wipe out uh but the reason they did it is because there's this uh 2004, it definitely was um so it's a way to kind of head off uh you know these issues and deal with them before they end up in a court of law and yeah strain it's on like the court system. it's
0: kind of just want to Get it on un- overdone and processed before you get too many lawyers involved to muck up the process.
1: Yeah, but I will say that the the Sharia law to, to point out the more uh, fundamental, uh, y- you know, like jaw dropping laws in it, which yeah. is that's not they they've canvassed uh, Muslims yeah. come to North America to escape those hardline fundamentalist um, mm-hmm. sects, right? So yeah,
0: they're like reverse pilgrims. Because the Pilatey Dotty and they wanted to make strict religious Stricter rules, rules. Yeah. So they moved to new the new world, so they could have these crazy little, uh, so they could live and do those rules. Now it's the opposite, where North America's basically, I guess, besides Europe, is one of the freest places on earth. So whatever the fuck I want. Well, not whatever I want, but have the um. Legislated free right, lay your genitals, or, yeah, or uh, kill, send you to a labor camp, or you're homosexual,
1: stone you for being raped,
0: uh, yeah, or throw acid on your, uh, yeah, that happens in a lot. The UK, which oh, is really? fucking,
1: yeah, it's like, uh, there's been something like twenty, twenty five acid attacks over the past few months. Oh like,
0: my god, which is terrifying. Like how do Tighter you protect acid against that? Control, like that's what we need. <laughs> in, cough drops anymore because they're scared you're going to make meth out of it. Couldn't they, uh, I don't know, not sell acid to people?
1: That, I think at the... No. I'm not going to Google it because then it's going to show up in my search history and put me on a watch
0: list. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah that's, that's just something we'll never know. So let's get <laughs> <convince laughs> out that we can't learn about it because we don't want the FBI to think that we're going to acid attack somebody.
1: Which we aren't, by the way.
0: Which is a horrible thing to do and... I think that's a better punishment than just, like, an assault.
1: Or just that that one, for sure, I would be in favor of, like, an eye for an eye. Like, if you splash acid on Ooh. someone, guess what, motherfucker? You're getting uh, spraying acid in someone's face is is fair and equal punishment for them uh, spraying acid on you.
0: I'm actually uh, pro-capital punishment. Oh, look, we disagree on something. S- you get to die. That's it. You're a broken human being, and you're lessening the gene pool, so... Yeah, shit to kids is such a wide... Okay, not not any shit, but, like, the bad shit. That you don't, like, not touching the berries, but sticking your finger in the hole. If you stick your finger in the hole, you're dead. That's it. Wait, it makes me uncomfortable.
1: Man, we finally found Dale's uh, breaking point. For the record, I totally agree with you. That's my breaking point. I would be be okay with that.
0: Like, like, also, if you're a serial killer, go to jail for 10 to... what is it, 5 to 25, and then you get bail or whatever? It depends
1: on the circumstances, but yeah. Yeah,
0: like manslaughter or whatever. And then if you come back out and you kill another person, you're... It, or, yeah,
1: there's proof that you're going to continue. The problem with uh, even the the uh, like child molestation shit is that a lot of the perpetrators, and this isn't a defense of it at all, but a lot of the perpetrators in those situations are victims themselves, right? Like, they're people who were abused as And kids what and should have happened was...
0: The person who fucked them up should have been killed.
1: Yeah, but then you could argue that even if they kill the person, that person's still fucked up from well, the Well, no, this is what happens. They-
0: you sit the kid down who's broken and be like, who wronged you is now dead. We murdered them. So they are no longer in the world. So you never have to worry about them again. And it'll help the healing process. Mm, I, mean- I mean, sure, they could still be fucked up. But then you go, you take kids aside and they're like, look, you were touched. We understand that's terrible and it's hard to deal with. But if you touch kids when you're older, we're going to kill you.
1: I think they've actually done studies where they found that once like, busted in the fucking brain. Yeah. I don't think the threat of death is going to stop them from doing anything. Like, you look at, uh, but yeah, there's, they still there's do it. there's
0: some weird statistic where if you know you're going to get killed and you get caught, you're more likely to do the crime because you don't have to live with the consequences. Death penalty doesn't really help victims or their families at all. It's more of a... Wow. That's because it's not old school enough. Now it's just like you give a guy a needle in like a glass sword and he gets to hack the guy up. <laughs> I, don't I don't know mean, if that would help heal th- his I mind I think it at would. All. I think we go frontier justice. I think that would help him heal. Like, sure, his innocence, he's excised his demons by killing the thing that broke him.
1: Yeah, but if 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 someone's like to carve up another human being is the way to... Well, not uh,
0: carve up. Like, let's not get grotesque about it. Like, a couple, you get, okay, you get three slash. I mean, we got to have rules, Derek.
1: I'm really hoping we never (laughs) hit a point where you, like, are responsible for enacting law. Oh, my God. Could you
0: imagine? Oh, who's in charge? Dale DeRuiter. Oh, shit. How many people have been murdered for capital punishment? Oh, half
1: of them. Half of the, the other ones just have, like, three slashes <laughs> across their chest from people who had no idea. I'm still alive. <laughs> For the record,
0: this is why we don't ad-lib these things. Yeah. Because <laughs> that got dark. Dark in a real hurry. Well, I think maybe our elliptic leaders, they now can check two, <laughs> two names off the list so that we're not in charge, which saves us labor. Like, we can't eat. And you'd be like, I don't know what to tell you. But eat people. That's yeah. what I tell you. Oh, my God. You know what I was thinking about today? Not today, but the other day. This is going to be dark. This is because anybody who's offended by dark is probably already punched L- out. Logged off? So I was thinking about eating people. <laughs> and I have a couple questions. What would be the best age to eat someone at? Like, completely done growing. No, it would be like... Or would you want them to fill out, like, in their mid-30s?
1: No, it would be, like, probably, like uh, like, five or six-year-olds, maybe. Like, veal.
0: Yeah, like but all the, oh yeah no that's you that's gotta let a valid the animals point. grow so there's more meat. But I think once you uh once you hit a a certain uh, is yesterday I got a massage and it hurt and she was going deep into my muscles and I was like if you're gonna eat someone wouldn't you would you massage them so the meat's more tender and then I was like or something fatty. you would want to feed someone so a specific diet yeah you for definitely sure. would want to only give them vegetables yeah because meat would make them meat like acrid and gross yeah. Yeah, that's a. Good, I would have the best run slaughterhouse. You, you ask the tough questions. <laughs> I do. That no one else. I mean, everybody thinks about it.
1: Remember, like ten minutes ago, when I was worried about getting on a watch list.
0: Yeah, we're on. <laughs> oh my god, the FBI probably has Siri transcribing. Does, does this. Google index podcasts? We're fucked. Oh my god. Weird. 17 episodes.
1: I tell you who I would vote for though. Not Dale. I would vote for uh, Jag meets uh
0: oh yeah the guy we were actually talking about we were talking about about
1: because he handled this woman was like beyond class like he just like didn't even raise his voice with her didn't get angry didn't call for security he like addressed it this woman was a moron uh responded to her respectfully and said you know we respond to hate with uh with kindness and love or whatever it's his catchphrase yeah so great branding opportunity for the guy yeah and denied that you were muslim And the guy released a statement being like, well, yes, I could have done that. But if I denied I was Muslim, he's not. And I was like, fuck this guy. That is a very good point. 100% has my vote.
0: I think he stumbled on something that is – that everybody should sort of enact like a petulant child. You start treating them like a petulant child and they either – learn something and grow out of their behavior unlikely they get so annoyed they leave you
1: Then just yeah being polite and and mostly like not engaging them yeah as as a person who is frequently angry and argues uh more often than I should I can tell you that the easiest way to piss me off
0: yeah where I've gotten into verbal verbal uh altercations with strangers one time this guy on a bike kind of across the road and I told him to fuck himself And then he followed me on his bike, and then he kept telling – calling me like – he was calling me fat, and then he wanted to – he was going to beat me up, and I was like, well, obviously he can't beat me up because my karate chops are off the chain. (laughs) Because I'm fat. But I don't want to go to – yeah, like could you imagine a karate chop from a fat guy? That's like over 200 pounds of pressure (laughs) in like the palm of your – the side of the palm of your hand. Just whack – And you're you're seriously damaged. But anyways, he was like he kept trying to egg me on, and I was like, sure, whatever, buddy, I don't care. And I was kind of like dismissive and lackadaisical and polite. And then these are all great words. Way matter, I know. I'm like on fire with my vocabulary right now. Okay. We took another break, and I'm only telling St- you that. Why do you tell people that? Because I don't want them to. I don't want to pretend that we didn't take a break, and then people can tell and be like, "I totally could tell that you took a break."
1: You know what professional podcasters do in these situations is they're like, "Hey, we're going to take a break oh, yeah. and they play like a short clip of music."
0: I just also want to point out that I think we're not professional. Having podcasters. the podcast not work three times. I feel like I've been molested and I should get to kill somebody. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I don't. I don't. don't want to do that. I just wanted to go back to that part when I was talking about eating people because I don't want people to think I'm a sociopath. And uh, it reminded me of that part in the road in the basement. Yeah, I think that's what we initially is
1: started talking about. The most
0: horrific thing ever. That was like the most horrific scene in that Oof. whole
1: movie. Uh, in yeah.
0: a lot of movies. It
1: reminded me of this actual uh, court case where uh, a, there was like a New York police officer who used to go on these message – did you hear about this shit? No. Used to go on these message boards and shit and uh, discuss in graphic detail uh, murdering and eating women. And apparently there's a whole community of, of, of people, which is not surprising. There's communities for everything on the yeah. internet. Yeah. But this was, like, dudes who would, uh, yeah, like, go online and get together and discuss plans to uh, murder and eat women without ever actually murdering or eating women.
0: That's sexist. What about dudes?
1: It could have been. Maybe there was dudes, too. I know in this particular case, it was women. Uh, He also, this guy was, like, happily married. He was a New York City cop. Yeah. Yeah. also talked about like murdering and killing his wife and his own. Oh, wife's it
0: wasn't like an undercover thing. Or
1: murdering and eating. No, this was like his hobby outside uh, of work. Uh and they ended see, up See, he
0: played that wrong. He should have been like, uh I was just trying to catch other people to do it. Yeah, I
1: was uh trying to uh to uh, figure some perps. On purpose.
0: Figure some perps. Yeah.
1: Uh but he ended up his wife ended up like going onto his computer and, and like finding all this shit and turned him over to Uh, the police and he was arrested and charged with um, like premeditating a crime. And there was this huge court case because nobody could tell if he was actually like, if it was just fantasy or if this was something that was going to cross the line into reality. Yeah. So for the intents of any future court cases, I want to say that I personally would never kill or eat another human being. I'm not sure about Dale. Well, I get a kind of a creepy I'm vibe from him.
0: Only gonna do it after the post, of, after the apocalypse, when there's no court system anymore. Anyway, no, I'm just joking. I'm not actually gonna eat anybody. But I did want to point out that we weren't as macabre. To suggest- I did want to
1: point out that I've spent an inordinate amount of time wondering at which age humans
0: would be the tastiest. Well, let's uh, think of it as research for a dystopian future novel. That's what I tell everybody. Every time they're like, Dale, that's pretty dark. You should talk about that stuff. I'm like, I'm going to write a book one day. (laughs) So it's okay. And they're like, what? Dale, why do you have this
1: butcher table in your cellar? It's
0: research for my book. Hey, it's one of those refurbished tables.
1: Dale, why do you have human anatomy charts hanging (laughs) on your walls? (laughs) For
0: drawing, Derek. I wanted to draw... Fan fiction assault on Titan, or <laughs> attack on Titan. Speaking
1: of uh, the apocalypse, uh, apparently we're all staring nuclear winner in the face. Are we? Well, I don't know. Uh, North Korea? Situation freaked uh-huh. you out a little oh, bit?
0: Oh, yeah. I thought we weren't going to talk about... Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, this is something that always annoys me, because every... Like, my girlfriend, Andrea... Just throwing that out there that I... Uh,
1: I have a girlfriend. My she, name's Dale DeRooter. She
0: is real. She
1: exists. I can vouch for it. I bet her.
0: And um, she just one day, she was like, are you worried about this North Korea thing? Like, what if, what if he launches a nuke at us? I'm like, babe, <laughs> his nuclear weapons are shit. Like, he's Kim Jong-un. He can't even feed his own people. There's no way he somehow miraculously got the ability to build a nuclear... Bomb that he could launch from North Korea and hit anywhere more than ten feet away. That's
1: the thing. He keeps dumping money into like development of nuclear weapons and then yeah. detonating them inside North Korea for tests. I but,
0: mean, I guess in the fifties, the states blew up the desert and Pearl Harbor. Yeah, which is had a of, of money. state the which the is states, kind of the in states, the
1: states. The states did not blow up Pearl Harbor.
0: No, they tested bombs in Pearl Harbor. No,
1: they tested at the uh, Bikini Atoll, which was... Pearl Harbor is like a harbor inside
0: Oh, Hawaii. yeah, 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 you're right. They wouldn't... They Wait, wouldn't. is Bikini Atoll by Hawaii? Didn't they test a no, whole bunch of No, it's like a really remote Hawaii? Pacific Island.
1: Well, it is a Pacific Island, but it's pretty oh. far removed from civilization. I was
0: just thinking from Hawaii.
1: But, uh, yeah, they did that, but they also didn't, you know, it, they had money at the time and... Uh, healthy citizenry, whereas in North Korea I imagine, like, a million peasants have to starve just for one of these nuclear warheads to get made. And at what point are you like, well, we've killed all the citizens in our pursuit of nuclear weapons. I guess we kind of have to abandon this program now. (laughs)
0: Or it's a self-defense mechanism because you're not scared of retaliation because your own dictatorship killed most of your people so that if the states launch a nuke back, it's only gonna have half the kill count.
1: Yeah, I, th- I mean, in any other circumstances, I would consider this like a totally impotent show of force. But yeah. the problem with it is that on the other side of the impotent show of force is an equally impotent flailing man uh, in Donald Trump, oh, yeah. who would definitely do a uh, non-impotent show of force on his own. Just you know cause.
0: What? I think maybe we should throw one of the another one of those Moabs at him. I mean, we got a couple of those laying around. Oh, you say we, Canada doesn't have shit for for warfare. No, but I imagine, fine, the United States not affiliated in any way with Dale DeRuiter should shoot a Moab at Kim Jong-un. The problem with that is that
1: you do that. And then China gets involved.
0: No, China's kind of distancing themselves from North Korea as well. They
1: are, but I think only to the point where I'm pretty sure if if the United States launched a preemptive attack on North Korea, that would give China uh, all the excuse it needed to. Okay,
0: here's what you do. You have a Moab party. You're the States. You're Donald Trump. You invite Putin. Who leads China right now? What? Uh,
1: fuck, I know the guy's name. The, Give me a second. Okay,
0: the, is he a prime minister? Yes. The Chinese prime minister, all the other prime ministers, and then you all sit around and you all get to push the button at the same time.
1: So no one actually knows. It's like the firing range that, or the sh- not the f- shooting. but when Oh, yeah, a, where some of the bullets are
0: blank. No, but it's just yeah. one great big button the size of a dinner plate. And it's like a Ouija board. Everybody puts one finger on it and pushes down, and then they could, then the Chinese guy could be like, "Hey Trump, you were pushing it with your hand. I felt it didn't move." That was a terrible. Why did you? Just I was do like, that I accent? was like, I was like, I haven't spoken with an accent yet. I mean, I could use. That was a really bad one to go in. On. I I could use the Chinese accent because that's easily the most <laughs> racist one to start off with. I mean. <laughs> I regret my we're, decision. We're never use that going accent? off the script
1: again. That <laughs> was awful. I, uh,
0: all right, I apologize to any uh, people in the Chinese Parliament that I just defended by making a terrible accent of what their leader would have. And
1: so you can do the terrible accents when we're doing white people, like British or. Uh, can I uh, do Putin? You, or would that sure, do sure Putin or Trump. If you do, oh, if shit. you do anyone else, it seems it's hard. Racist. It's
0: hard to just. Get one without thinking of a Russian accent. You, you just your voice. busted
1: out uh yeah, like it the most Chinese. racist Chinese. It accent. didn't even sound Chinese.
0: <laughs> it didn't even it wasn't even it didn't even sound like Ho- that guy who said Holly go lightly in uh what was that guy's name? The super racist from Breakfast at Tiffany's or Breakfast Club? No, Breakfast at Tiffany's the old movie. Mickey Rooney played an oh, Asian yeah. guy, and it's like the most racist thing that's ever happened in a movie. That accent was better than the one I just did. Anyway, so yeah, everybody hits the button at the same time, and then nobody gets to be butthurt that they weren't involved in the decision-making because they were all involved in the decision-making. And they get to shoot a Moab, which... It's pretty awesome because it's a giant bomb, but it's not nuclear, so there's no uh, radiation from it. It's just a whole shit ton of explosions. I mean, everybody hates the Moabs, and they're probably mad at me for saying that they should launch them, but I think they should launch them.
1: I mean, even then, you're you're dropping a bomb on, uh, a, like, probably a heavily populated area.
0: Well, it's so—it's the— explosion circumference of a Moab is small enough that you could keep it to just the military um, complex that it wouldn't kind of bleed over into civilian areas but I guess you would kill a bunch of military people that don't really deserve to die just because their leader is Kim Jong I'm
1: pretty sure they deserve to die if you're serving the military uh, for that
0: well, it's like it's not like you have a choice. It's not like, hey, you want to go in the military and they're like, eh, I'd rather not. I don't really like that Kim Jong Un's politics. They don't get that decision. There's no conscientious objectors in North Korea.
1: That said, not that we know. I'm sure there are conscientious objectors. I'm, they just are smart enough to keep their. I'm goddamn sure
0: there shut. were conscientious objectors, but they're all dead now because I'm sure Kim Jong Un killed them.
1: Yeah, so I don't know how much of an actual threat uh, the North Korean nuclear program poses to anyone. I do know that uh, in the States, this relatively recent development of, like, 24-hour news networks has pretty much melted everyone's brains and made them fearful of everything all
0: the time. Yeah, and I like when people are fearful because then... No, I don't. It's, I can't even... I was, I was like, oh, I could make this into a joke, but I can't because... Pretty much everything terrible that people do is out of fear. Yeah. Like racism, hatred, wars. And you, you see that like
1: growing, Like we're supposed to be afraid of like uh, – they actually – so studies have proven that uh, people who uh, lean to the right politically yeah, uh, or who are conservative actually have a heightened fear response when compared to um, – Compared to liberals. That's and just
0: because all the liberals are high on weed. You, that is
1: true. They're too, like, slow to react They're to threats. They're all like,
0: threats. man, I'm not scared of that guy. He just needs some good vibes. That's an awful. You're just stereotyping all over the place today, but man. The, but those are white left-wingers, so it's okay. Let's you said it. I could do accents if it was white people. That yeah, dude, again, is a as a Chinese person. No. <laughs> good. <laughs> you learned. See? on <laughs>
1: uh, yeah so conservatives do have a heightened fear response and uh, you're basically being ste- fed like this steady stream of things to shit your pants about uh, like I was in the states recently for yeah. uh, my work trip and I spent two weeks there and always a news channel on everywhere we went every bar yeah. and it was always like uh, awful shit about Trump or it was awful shit about Hurricane Harvey or it was awful shit about the North Korea uh, nuclear testing and it was like at no point was it like you should be calm and everything's fine you know yeah. there might be some like bad shit going on in the world but it's not directly impacting your life so just you know car- carry on yeah that's uh, true like, it, was, it was these things are going to kill you
0: pretty much TV has turned all the 24 news hour cycle is the show 24 because It's always like, oh, my God, if this fucking happens, it's the end of the world as we know it. Uh, Mr. President, that thing just happened. Now, if this thing happens, that's it. Nothing can go, okay, that thing just happened. That's like the whole 24 show. Yeah. Every episode is something that can never happen. Happens. And then it happens. And then they have to regroup, and then something else bad happens. That's like the 24 News Hour cycle. Uh, That's like like Okay, we're very afraid of North Korea, but as long as they don't make intercontinental mi- missiles, we're good. Okay, they made an intercontinental missiles. As long as they don't threaten the U.S., we're good. Okay, they threatened the U.S.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, and now let's not shut up about it for 24 straight yeah. hours so that everyone knows how uh, pants-shittingly terrifying this is. Yeah,
0: I think that shooting a Moab at North Korea would be less of a fear tactic, like we're doing it because we're afraid— or, Sorry, I just inserted myself into the narrative again. Uh, <laughs> Trump would do it not because he's afraid, but more of an annoyance. Be like, oh my God, Kim, shut up. And then just shoot a Moab at him.
1: Yeah, that's also a pretty bad precedent. Like, I, th- I think if we want, we all want people flinging bombs because they get irritated with a world leader for posturing too much. Because- I mean, if I
0: was a world leader, that would be why I fucking shot bombs. I'd be like, fuck, all right. You have an intercontinental. And Daleville is gonna be off the chain. Just <laughs> missiles flying, dudes yeah. with swords, yeah.
1: taking out some some uh some civil justice on people. Sounds pretty good. Gonna be nuts. I could handle that. Gonna be a, a nutty any place. The
0: absolute power corrupted absolutely. <laughs> that sound like Trump?
1: Was that was that
0: no no. Do is any it, of is it, your accents? So? Is, it, is it because Trump would never say something? that, that Yeah, I don't think
1: Trump would know like how but to other those that, words. Yeah, spot the on, only, perfect.
0: The only Trump impersonation I could do is you're fired. <laughs> "You you're fired." That's it. You fired. You fired. You fired. You fired. Because you stick your lips out, we talk. <laughs> i uh, and that that video, beautiful babies. Oh, yeah, God, that was <laughs> Oh it was such a simpler time back then. Yeah. Um when just when you only had to worry about him bombing Syria Syria. Speaking of
1: a heightened heightened fear response, uh local news, local guy making the news, local uh local dad, father of five children, has uh recently basically this guy's a single dad in Vancouver. He has five kids ages eleven through Seven, I wanna say.
0: And where does he keep his children?
1: He keeps them uh well in a in I assume you, A in condo. A it's a it's a it's a downtown a condo. A condo. Yeah. Probably Did some. Did we bunk, ever find out bunk how bunk many beds? rooms
0: this condo is? No, I I didn't. If guess. it's less than five, that's gross.
1: It's well, do they make five bedroom condos? No, so it's gross. It's not gross, it's just you get some bunk beds or you know. Convert a living room to a sleeping space.
0: Although, I did share a room with my two brothers my whole child life, and I fucking hated it. Yeah. Builds character, though. So, I guess I'm speaking from a, I guess, a uh, realm of experience.
1: See, I was the eldest, so when I had uh, my two shitty little brothers had to share a room, but Mm -hmm. I got my own room.
0: Oh, see, my older brother shared a room with me and my younger brother... And if you asked him about it, you'd be in for 20 minutes about how horrible of an experience it was because apparently even as a child I snored, which is fine by me. (laughs) You can't hear yourself Yeah, Yeah. no, it's perfect. I mean, if I'm (laughs) snoring, I'm I'm asleep. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Up yours, Neil. Yeah. Uh,
1: Anyways, uh, yeah, this guy has five kids. Basically wrote this uh, blog post recently detailing how he has... Uh, oh, he also lives car free, so uh, relies on uh, public transit any. almost exclusively. Whatever, well, man. You're I not get it. winning favor with me. You live you live downtown Vancouver. Like fuck it, you do not need a car in downtown Vancouver. That's what not a thing if you want to
0: leave need. downtown Vancouver. I
1: don't take transit like this guy's doing. What if you ride bikes? Go somewhere. I don't know. I just would never want to live without a car. Take take a, a cab to the airport. You fly know what? Somewhere. I don't get
0: these people who don't own Rent a car. A car. Where do they scream in swear words in British accents? Because that's all I do in my car. Why why is it in British accents? Well, you're not going to scream swear words in a non-British accent because then you just sound like a crazy person. I just scream normal swear words in my car. Because if people accidentally hear you, like the one time I pulled up to an intersection and an old lady was crossing and I said, Jesus fucking Christ. And my window was still down. And she totally (laughs) mean-mugged me for the 20 minutes it took for her to cross in front of me. Why? Since I did it in an accent, she could tell I was half-joking.
1: Or she thought you were British and 100% serious because of that extremely authentic accent that you do. Yeah,
0: but (laughs) that's also the ingenious of the plan because she's going to tell people she was offended. They'd be like, who offended you? And they'd be like, well, it was this rather attractive British fellow and they'd be like, well, the only attractive guy I know is Dale, and he's not British, so it obviously wasn't him. <laughs> That's true. Throw him right off your sense. <laughs> like a spy. <laughs> James Bond right here.
1: James Bond is also an attractive British I mean, fellow. like,
0: if James Bond didn't speak in his British accent, they'd never catch him. Like, if he's talking in an American accent, they'd be like, it was a British spy. And then the other guy would be like, no, he had an American accent. And they'd be like, well, he obviously wasn't with Britain then, so. And then he'd be like, Dancing away free.
1: James Bond also occasionally had a Scottish accent when uh, when Sean Connery played
0: him. Yeah, and had a big bushy beard. <laughs> How easy is that? Hey, who was who the spy? Uh, the guy with the giant beard and the Scottish uh, accent.
1: The guy you can't really understand when he speaks, yeah. but yet still considers himself English. <laughs> It'd be
0: like, like, yeah, and it's whenever they're at like a cocktail party, it's like, who gave the homeless guy a tuxedo why is that dirty <laughs> Scotsman in here ordering shaken martinis? Anyways, back on the topic. <laughs> this guy uh,
1: basically de- wrote this blog post detailing how he has uh, taught his five children to ride the bus responsibly. Uh, first, by taking them on the bus himself
0: uh, and riding with them. Do you think this guy them. listens to the podcast? No, I don't think he's going to take the time to listen to this. Okay. It's okay. Be as critical as Because if can. he listens to the podcast... I just want to apologize to your children for being raised in a condo. <laughs>
1: Jesus. I mean, I met the dude in person. He's great. He's a great guy. Well, I met the guy maybe, in person. Maybe He's why totally I'm coming down guy. on, his, on are you, his.
0: Are you are name dropping right now? Yeah. I,
1: I know I know the guy raising five kids in a condo, Dale. Look how proud I am. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but he wrote this blog post about how he raises kids to ride the bus responsibly. They've been depending on transit basically their entire lives. Uh, no, that's not true. I think they became car free like two years ago. They were normal people
0: before that. Yeah. Uh, Did he? How long has he lived in that condo? I don't know. You want me to ask him? Did he lose his parking spot? Is that why? Did you tell? <laughs> I just, I just can't wrap my, eye, my, my mind around this. How I was in downtown Vancouver
1: for 10 years. I did not own a car.
0: Yeah, but you didn't have five kids. You know how many groceries you need for five kids? Also,
1: do you know how you, you can't just get, like, a normal car for five kids? you got to get, like, a station wagon or a minivan. Dude, Those I would get a minivan. I love Yeah. You can't drive a minivan in downtown Vancouver. You'd have no cred. No cred.
0: Who needs cred? You've got five kids you don't have a social life or a need for credit. It's like, hey, I'm going to pick up women. Hey, how do you feel about five children in a condo? Yeah, the the small box where I plan to have sex with you. There's five kids there. What's up? <laughs> Drive the minivan. Guy wrote a blog post about
1: how he has been phasing his kids into public transit Um, and finally got them to the point where – they could essentially ride the bus to and from school on their own. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Whatever. Fuck. K- kids ride the bus like surrounded by other adults in a functioning society. I don't I, think there's any threats there. I
0: do want to point out that even though I don't agree with this, he did point out in the article that the bus stop where they get on the TransLink or whatever on the bus is within sight of his house. Yeah, like it's across the So he the actually watches them get on the bus and then they get off the bus right at the school. So, barring anything on, happening on the actual bus, they're covered by adult supervision.
1: Yeah. And even on the bus, I mean, you know, I've, I've ridden a bus or two in my day. Uh, I, I don't like to admit it because, you know, the it identifies cruiser, me as, as a lower class citizen. But, one of
0: the plebs. But,
1: yeah, a, co- a commoner, a peon, a peasant. Uh, yeah. But... Someone uh, basically called Child Protective Services on these kids riding the bus alone. And Child Protective Services came out and issued a statement and came down on this guy. And basically they said, uh, first part I kind of agree with, it's that no child uh, younger than 12 can be responsible for other children. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean. It's
0: only grade 7.
1: In the event of an emergency Uh, I don't think a 12-year-old, even a 12-year-old kid's not going to have any fucking idea what to do, right? They're going to, like, run for the nearest adult. Uh, The second part of the statement was something that kind of struck me as odd. Uh, It's that their recommendation was that no child under the age of 10 spend any time unsupervised inside or outside the home, which is bullshit. Like, think back to your childhood. Yeah. How much time did you spend unsupervised-
0: that is the point where protective services lost everybody over the age of 25. Because everybody over the age of 25, back when latchkey kids was still a thing and you, like, had your fucking key to your house tied on a shoestring around your neck. Is that where it came from? Yeah. Interesting. Because you opened the latch with your key, so you are a latchkey kid. Got it. And, uh, or as myself, a farm kid, where your parents are like, oh my god, just fucking go outside. <laughs> just go play in a field. that That's my dad's voice. Oh my god. Just go outside. <laughs> go fucking play in the barn. <laughs> Dale killing it with the impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stick your hand in any machinery and try not to get killed. Which I tried to do. I didn't on purpose try to kill myself, but there's a number of times when I look back and I'm like, well, farms especially
1: are the farms are not safe. Uh, I've fallen for out anyone.
0: Of, I've fallen out of a hayloft, which is over ten feet more than once. Me and my brother were fucking around on a manure pile, and he sunk up to his neck and almost drowned in shit, which is hilarious. By which which way. is not me almost dying, but that's him almost dying. Uh, we grew up beside a river. Um, I used to go play in the forest by myself, which. Let alone child predators, like we mentioned before, the cougars, because this was an enderby beside a mountain. See, if it was an enderby, I don't think bears. Uh,
1: child predators were not your concern. Definitely wildlife and maybe like deliverance style hillbillies. Yeah. Of which there were
0: many. Or me fall at like, like this one story, I was fucking around and there's this clump of trees and there was a road. And then there was a lower road below it, like... And in between the two roads, there was, like, this forested area. And I went up the high... This is, like, half a kilometer from my house. So, I'm... I think I was probably 9 or 10 at the time. Grade 4. So, yeah, I was 9. So, I shouldn't have even... By childhood services... You shouldn't have been unsupervised. So, what happened was, the high road, I went into the forest, and there was and I was gonna walk to the low road. But there was this sheer rock face that was probably only 10 feet, but when you're a fucking nine-year-old kid, that might as well be 100. So my brilliant idea was I was gonna fireman slide down a tree, get to the ground, then go to the low road and go home. But what ended up happening was I kinda leaned forward, jumped and grabbed onto the tree and didn't slide because it's a tree and they're not slippery. So I was kind of, and it was I was too far away from the rock to climb back on. So I was basically stuck in the air of this tree, fucked. So basically, I had to do this sort of like shimmy, slide, not get too many slivers. It's a good thing I was wearing long pants and a sweater because it was, oh yeah, it was fall too. So it, I would have probably froze to death if, if I had to spend the overnight. So anyways, on the way down, I hit my head on the rock, and not hard or anything, like not to make this a dire circumstance story, but just the fact that I shimmied down a tree off a rock face at the age of nine.
1: But see, you did it. You came through. You were resourceful. If you
0: hadn't had that experience... Is this the part where I brag about how good of a human I am because of the dire circumstances of my childhood?
1: Well, no, because you also – didn't you have uh, an incident drunk trying to shoot me down a pole as, like, a 25-year-old that you failed miserably
0: at? I didn't die, though. (laughs) The girl also wasn't impressed, so I guess that is (laughs) an instant You think you
1: would have learned, buddy. Yeah. I guess it had no measurable impact on your life.
0: If I have to suggest anything to young men out there – Don't impress women when you're drunk. You'll just hurt yourself, and they're never impressed. It's all a lie. Words to live by. Yeah.
1: But yeah, basically, uh, I spent tons of time fucking unsupervised as a kid, uh, you know, riding my bike through the neighborhood, hanging out with the other hooligans, uh, you know lighting some structure fires <laughs> not many i just want to say
0: not many wasn't
1: a lot
0: not many <laughs> you know. as in more than 1 <laughs> um, <laughs> not just oh there was that time i accidentally lit a fire when i was a child there's the i didn't like that many fires yeah, when I was it wasn't you know and they weren't malicious bigger than
1: a bread basket let's just say you could fit the amount of structure fires i caused in a a bread basket that fits, like, four or five houses. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, really curious. Twitter's been pretty divided over this. Uh, A lot of people saying that the guy's an irresponsible parent for sending kids on transit. The other thing I want to point out is that maybe I already said this. On transit, they're they're literally surrounded by other adults. Yeah. uh, Many of whom who would step in in the event of an emergency or if some homeless guy whipped his dick out, which, by the way, happens on transit all the time. Homeless guys who like to masturbate in public don't particularly care if the parents are present or not. They're going to do it. Yeah. And and that's uh, in my, what, 12, 12 years in Vancouver now? That's the worst thing I've seen on transit. You saw a
0: homeless guy's dick?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Gross. On more than one occasion. Oh, uh, and And, uh, well, I'm that with- and, like, you know... Uh, when the bars let out on gravel on like Friday and Saturday nights, and everyone's sky training out to Surrey, showing uh, the dicks. That that's not di- that. Well, that's fights, not dicks. But I don't think. Wait,
0: fist fights and no dicks? Who, <laughs> who <laughs> fights <laughs> like that? Bunch of guys get naked, and just start punching each I other mean, in the if, dicks. If I'm fist fighting a guy, it's because we're showing our dicks. <laughs> Why would you fist fight somebody if dicks aren't involved? That just seems like a waste of time. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking back to your
1: karate chopping, dude. Well, you were on a bike story, and I'm like, where? Oh, yeah. It's because I whipped it, it out and he wasn't having it.
0: I'm like, you have to look or I'll karate chop you. Those are the rules.
1: Yeah, I'm really curious to hear what people think A, about Dale's fascination with dicks, B, about uh, the Vancouver dad who lets his kids ride transit alone. Feel free to tweet us about either of those topics at Outrage Fact Pod.
0: Uh, also, maybe the proper age to eat somebody? Oh uh, yeah, hey, we've. Uh, I mean, I'm not a sicko. Derek's the one who said eat kids.
1: I okay. I just <laughs> thought like veal is really good, man. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> I just want to say I wouldn't eat kids, but younger younger flesh is always wait. Yeah. There's got to be at least a less creepy way to say um,
0: that. Not to be sexist, but do you think men would taste better than women? I don't. Is
1: there a, a this got and I was like, in in any other, uh, like, are there any other animals where we eat uh, men and women? Okay, so chicken. Yeah. When we eat chicken, is that ever rooster? Is rooster... Probably. Do we just not eat rooster? I think we eat rooster. I don't know.
0: I'm not a chicken scientist. But see, that's like... <laughs> <I'm> not,
1: <laughs> all that time on a farm and you're not a chicken scientist, If man. there's any
0: chicken scientists out there, hit us up and... Tell us.
1: I'm curious, because I really believe that, like, we only eat the female chickens, Mm -hmm. but we don't eat roosters. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm trying to think of other animals where there's, like, a sex divide where you, like, you prefer one to the other.
0: I don't know. Because even though I grew up on farms, I never paid attention to what the sex of the animal was I was eating. I mean, it's not like it comes to your dinner plate with a dick still on it. If, they, if it did, you probably try to fight it anyway. I would, I would so. karate chop it. Uh, <laughs> because that's
1: what you do. I think that's good. You know, fourth, fourth time recording this episode. Hope you
0: all liked it. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. it's actually done. We did it, Dale. You f- and me, buddy. I feel like those people who do things for a whole day and it's terrible, and then at the end of it, they're like, well, now I can go to sleep and go to my shitty job tomorrow. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> Wasted
1: my whole weekend. Fucking yeah. hate life right now. I, c- uh, I could
0: have been playing Destiny but, this whole time. But thank
1: you, listeners, for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Again, you can tweet us out at, at Outrage Fact Pod with uh, any of your opinions on chicken dicks or. <laughs> uh, chicken <laughs> dicks. <I don't> know. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, dads and transit, or whatever else we talked about today.
0: Can we just call this episode Chicken Dicks?
1: It's, um, it's, that's what it's going up and on. And then
0: people will just be so enticed. They'll be like, what are they going to <laughs> What about are they going to talk about? And then they'll be so mad. They'll be like, fuck, those guys didn't talk about chicken dicks till the last episode. Till they get to the end, the and episode. then boom, that's all we talk about. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh my God, they finally brought up chicken dicks.
1: <laughs> what a time to be alive. Uh, you can tweet me personally at herder.
0: You can tweet me at SuperDaleBod. You
1: can like us on Facebook, also at OutrageFactPod. You can send us money on Patreon. No one has done that to date. I implore people to do
0: that. Because we like money. I'm
1: a big fan over here. Uh, You can listen to our podcast while you're already doing that. So chances are you know where to listen to our podcast. Yeah.
0: It's, It's a good point. But if you're listening to it on SoundCloud... You can also download it. You can subscribe on iTunes and give us a rating of only five stars. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't rate us five stars, then you're obviously wrong.
1: Yeah, not a fan of chicken dicks. I, w- I would like to say if you have listened this far, please just head on over. To uh, iTunes or Google Play, leave us uh, a decent review. Uh, feel free to sugarcoat it a little bit, make us sound smarter than we actually are. Oh yeah, totally are.
0: lie. Don't tell them what you actually thought; just say it was good.
1: You know, or maybe tell one or two of your friends about this podcast. Uh, preferably, wildly immature uh, with no critical thinking skills of their own.
0: Yeah, far. otherwise they just won't like it, and they will judge you for listening to it.
1: Perfect. Uh, until next week, stay angry.
0: Bye. Well, I'm a chicken fried and cold beer on a Friday night.
1: A pair of jeans that fit just right, and the radio. Oh, oh, oh.